I want to welcome you all here tonight. I'm glad to have you. In Matthew chapter 22, this is on the Sunday before Jesus' crucifixion. He has ridden into town on a new cult, the foal of a donkey, and has the popularity of the crowd on his favor to such an extent that they are ready to take and make him king over their nation. This upset the leadership. Of course, if they're going to make him king, what does that leave us out in the cold? So in verse 15, it says that the Pharisees went and plotted how to entangle him in his words. Well, let's just knock him off of that donkey. We'll put an end to his, his uh, popularity. And they sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians saying, Teacher, we know that you are true and teach the way of God truthfully and you do not care about anyone's opinion for you are not swayed by our appearances. Tell us then what you think. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus, aware of their malice, said, Why put me to the test, you hypocrites? Show me the coin used for the tax. And they brought him a denarius. And Jesus said to them, Whose likeness and inscription is this? And they said, Caesar's. Then he said to them, Therefore render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. When they heard it, they marveled, and they left him and went away. So here you have the Pharisees and the Herodians trying, going to Jesus to entrap him in his words. And if you want to have no greater example of that politics and religion don't mix, try the Pharisees and the Herodians. They didn't mix. The Pharisees taught, thought that paying taxes to Caesar was an abomination and that they suffice, they equated the superscription on the coin to be blasphemy. And he says, is it lawful or not? If he says yes, the Pharisees have means of accusing him to discredit him and knocking him off the popularity of the people. If he says no, he's going to be guilty of insurrection. So he answers it marvelously. He agrees with both of them. Or should we say he disagrees with both of them. He says, show me the coin used for the poll tax. And they brought him a denarius. Highly unlikely that any self-respecting Jew would have had this coin in the temple. They would have had to gone outside and grabbed one and brought it back into him. And he holds, holds it up and he says, what do you see? Whose image is here? Well, Caesar. Whose superscription is here? Caesar's. And the superscription said, the august son of the august Caesar." And Jesus says, render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's. 
Should you pay the tax to Caesar? Yes. Should you pay the tax to the Infernal Revenue Service? Yes. That's what the passage teaches. But that's not his point. His point is that we are to render to God what bears the image and the superscription of God. In Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26 and 27, it says that then God said, Let us like man in our image, after our likeness, and let him have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heaven and over the livestock and over the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And then James chapter 2 and verse 9, and talking about the tongue and how it can do so much harm. It says that with it we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. So if we are to render to God that which bears the image and superscription of God, what are we to render? Ourselves. Because we are, have been created in the likeness of God and we bear God's superscription upon us. Pay your taxes, yes. But most importantly, pay your taxes to God. Give yourself to Him wholly and completely without any reservation or restraint. And so we close with an invitation tonight asking you, are you rendering to God the things that are God's? You who bear the image and the superscription of God, are you serving Him as you should? Are you doing His will in your life today? If you're not, if you're not a Christian, then come and be one. Be baptized for the forgiveness of sins that you might have eternal life with God in heaven. If you are a Christian and you have stopped rendering to God the things that are God's, come back to Him. If there's any way that we can help you tonight, would you come home?